Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. It's going to sound like beautiful, exquisite, amazing, awesome news, but just as a word of context, for tomorrow's devotion, we're going to pick up in verse 22, where it's going to say, but you, Israel, basically have not been faithful. So just knowing where it's going, anticipating tomorrow's devotion, feel free, by the way, as always, to, to read ahead. Here is today's text in Isaiah chapter 43, beginning in verse 14. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel says, Because of you, I will send an army to Babylon and bring all of them as fugitives, even the Chaldeans and the ships in which they rejoice. This is, this is, this is huge. This is a big promise. This is amazing. Like that, they seemed indomitable. And the Chaldeans, particularly, the Chaldeans, uh, the Chaldeans spoke Aramaic, and they were from Babylon. And in the seventh century A.D., they rose up to form the Neo-Babylonian Empire, and uh, they were rejoicing in their ships because they seemed indomitable. That kind of uh, water imagery is going to continue through the rest of the teaching. Verse fifteen: I am the Lord your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. This is what the Lord says, who makes a way in the sea, right? And a path through raging water, who brings out the chariot and horse. Again, chariots uh, drawn by horses were considered like the most advanced military weapon of that age. This is God, the Creator of horses, the army and the mighty one together, they lie down, they do not rise again. They are extinguished, put out like a wick. So God is promising them deliverance from the Babylonian captivity, and even from the Chaldeans, uh, the Aramaic-speaking Neo-Babylonian empire. Do not remember the past events, paid no attention to things of old. Uh, interesting, Jesse, that seems like it would be contrary it seems like you're even doing the opposite of what this verse says by teaching this verse. You're reading from a book that was written 700 years before Christ was even born, and it tells you not to remember past events and to pay no attention to the things of old. All right, well, um, I'm glad you brought this up, Herbert. Uh, this is speaking to ancient Judah uh, about their numerous captivities, uh, about their, their numerous enemies, um, about their hardships. Later on in the book of Isaiah, you're going to see another prophecy, another teaching that says, do not dwell on former things. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. It springs up. Do you not perceive it? Are you stuck on the past? Uh, even, even whether good or bad, really, are, are you nostalgic? Are you an Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite? You know, you, you, all you do is shine the shelf, all right? It's like a lyric from a song that my kids really love for some reason. I just learned it on guitar because I thought it was cool, and uh, it's by a band called Jude. Nobody really knows it, but it's called The King of Yesterday. It's actually kind of a depressing song. <laughs> they just really like it, uh, and so I'll sing it to them. I try to, try to also teach them, you know, the creed too, but like they just like that, that, that like, early 2000s pop song, The King of Yesterday. It's all I ever do. You know, I shine the shelf. 
right? Whether it's past pain or past triumphs, if that's where you live, you're not walking with God. Because our God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And he has incredible plans for ancient Judah, has plans for Israel. They can't even begin to fathom right now. He has plans for you too. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old, because for the original recipients, the things of old really stunk. But God is about to bring the Messiah, the Savior, in a few generations. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now it's coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. So the, the aquatic imagery continues from the Chaldeans and their ships where they celebrate, right? Where God's going to deliver his people through the raging waters. God's going to, he, he's Lord over nature. Jesus walked on the water from the very beginning of creation. The spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters and all of this. He, if he wants to, can create a river in the desert. Streams in the desert is the title of this beautiful ancient, uh, you know, I call it ancient book, right? Streams in the desert. This is this, uh, I think it's a Puritan devotional. And it comes from this imagery that comes up throughout Isaiah, that God can make a way in the wilderness and, and rivers in the desert. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now, it's coming. Do you not see it? It's huge, right? And some of you guys are like, what verse is that? All right, I'm glad you asked, Debbie. It's Isaiah 43, verse 19. Look, I'm about to do something new. Write this down, Carl. I'm about to do something new. Even now it's coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Now this is kind of cool in verse 20. Wild animals, jackals, and ostriches will honor me because I'll provide water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people. So God was going to deliver them from the Babylonians, even the Chaldeans, in a reversal of nature. They seem to reign over the water with their advanced ships, and they seem to have even power on land with their horses and their chariots, but God can make a river right there in the desert. And when he does, even the, the peoples of the desert sands will benefit. All the nations of the earth will be blessed through the nation I'm going to create through Abraham. God said this in the very beginning, all right, from Genesis 12 and uh, 12, 17, 15, 22, like over and over again, when he would tell Abraham what he was going to do about creating the nation of Israel before there was such a nation that all the nations of the earth would be blessed. And now even those in proximity to God's deliverance of his people uh, from the Babylonians, they, they would all benefit. The people I formed for myself will declare my praise. So look at this, wild animals, jackals, and ostriches will honor me. It's like he in the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Isaiah is describing the two most disparate and different kinds of land animals you can think of, like from, from the jackals to the ostriches, even the big, fast, funny-looking ones. Like, they're, they're all going to give me glory. Uh, he's going to provide water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people. The people I formed for myself will declare my praise. So God's going to get glory from everyone and everywhere especially from the people he has chosen for himself. That's ancient Judah. And then we as New Testament believers, likewise, have inherited the covenant that began through Abraham, leading to Israel, leading to Jesus, leading to you. It's a beautiful text. It's a beautiful promise. 
We serve a beautiful, faithful, loving, powerful God who can make streams in the desert. He's doing something new, he told ancient Judah. I believe he's doing something new now. The Bible contains further prophecies, both in Isaiah and in the New Testament, books like Revelation. He's going to do new things, and they're coming. Do you perceive them? You've always, always, always got a reason to be excited if you're a Christian. I'll see you tomorrow.